Did you get your five bucks from AT&T? Don't spend it all in one place. Into Tomorrow is next. Stay tuned. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of March 1st, 2024, our 29th year covering the latest in consumer tech, thank you for joining us. Welcome Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Birthday boy. Yeah. You? No, you. It's not March 1st, it's March 5th. Yes, but it's it's between now and our next show, and this oh, is our... Oh, I see. This is what we do, so... This is what happy, we do? Yeah, so happy birthday. Why, thank you. I hit the big 100. Yeah. It feels like it. 20 years ago. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it feels like that, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, we've been covering tech for 29 years, and as I say, I'm barely over 30. <laughs> a few times. Yeah. A, f- a few times? That would, no, a few is like three or more. That's not accurate. Right. <laughs> three or more. Anyway, we got some tech news and commentary. We've got a couple of fun guests. You were calling it before we came in the studio this week the education show. Yeah. And why is that? Well, because we've got a couple of education related guests. Oh including the uh, Senior Vice President of the College Readiness Assessments with the College Board, talking about the digital SAT. Yes. If you've not taken your SATs yet, but you've heard about them all your life to prepare for them. Say, I took mine like 40 years ago. (laughs) Maybe not 40 years ago. Close. Close. Yeah. (laughs) I took mine maybe 40 years ago. Not. Anyway, they're now digital and you think, okay, great, because shouldn't they have been for a long time? Yes, they should have been. And the U.S. was the last to go digital. Can you believe it? Yeah. Other countries had gone digital, but we find out why that was the fact during this interview, amongst other things. So yeah. there's pretty cool stuff. You yeah, want to stay tuned for that. And we'll also hear from an educator and international STEM advocate this during the show as well. A STEM Talking advocate. STEM education. And STEM, which means? Science, technology, engineering, and math. With a question mark? Yes. Or? <laughs> Boy, if they could see the look on your face. It was like, what, was that correct? Yes, that was correct. Yeah. Hey, congrats to our U.S. space teams. A spacecraft built and flown by Texas-based company Intuitive Machines landed, I'm using air quotes, near the moon's south pole this past week, where they say water and ice exist. Even though it apparently landed on its side, it's the first U.S. touchdown on the lunar surface in more than 50 years, and the first ever achieved by the private sector. Oh. And that's kind of interesting. The landing capped a nail-biting final approach and descent in which a problem surfaced with the spacecraft's autonomous navigation system. And you want to drive one of those cars or be in one of those cars that required engineers on the ground to employ an untested workaround literally at the 11th hour. 
It also took some time after the anticipated radio blackout to reestablish communications with the spacecraft and determine its fate some 239,000 miles from Earth. Wow. So hopefully they can still accomplish some of their plans and missions, even if it's laying on its side. I don't think they have anything that will put it upright, unless they want to send a crane up there to fix it. Maybe. I don't think that's going to happen. But again, congrats to our U.S. space team. That's that's very appropriate. So. There you go. Ten years, billions of dollars, multiple leadership changes, and dozens of rumors later, the Apple car project is officially dead. Yep. A new report from Bloomberg's Mark Gurman says that Apple has officially canceled the car, breaking the news to nearly 2,000 employees who have been working on it earlier this week. And, of course, we've talked about this for years on the show, that rumor has it, and they're doing it. Now they finally admit it, and it's coming out, yeah. and they're working on 2,000 employees. Yeah. Oh, well. As part of the change, Apple will move, quote, many employees working on the car to the company's artificial intelligence division, where they will focus on generative AI projects. But the car team also included hundreds of hardware engineers and car designers, some of who, as Bloomberg reports, will be able to apply for jobs in other divisions of the company. The rest are likely to be laid off. Oh, wow. Well, I guess that didn't quite work out for them. Nope. Hmm. Maybe some of them will go to the Apple Watch division or something. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. So a whopping five bucks to AT&T customers for their massive outage a week or so ago. An apology and $5, I think, is a slap in the face. And it's not going to keep their customers from jumping ship to T-Mobile or Verizon. I mean, if you you and I are not on AT&T, thank God. But can you imagine if we were down mm-hmm. for all day, as most of their customers were, and, and uh, we're so sorry, here's five bucks. It's like, what? That's not even going to buy me a latte. Yeah, it was, it's, you know, Comcast does a similar thing. I've had this issue with Comcast where my internet goes out for, let's say, like, you know, 16 hours. Yeah. Well, what Comcast does is they'll take my monthly bill, divide, I guess, figure out how many hours are in that month, then divide that and then figure out what 16 hours would cost me as internet. And that's the credit that, that they get. Oh, great. Last time I was out for, you know, for about that long, I, I think I got an $8 credit on my bill. <laughs> out of the goodness of their heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, of course, now AT&T is claiming that $5 is pretty much the daily amount that you'd spend if you were on their service. So they figured it's one day, 5 bucks. But what about all the problems that everybody had? What yeah, about like the, the fact that people... Cost of inconvenience yes, and lost money. And, I know. sure hope some people are going to get together and do a little class action and say, you know what, you guys... And it was allegedly their fault. I mean, they, of course, aren't going to admit that they were hacked. So they're saying that wasn't the case. It was a process application that had gone right. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the Russians. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so I'm curious, what are you going to do with your $5 from AT&T? Hopefully you're going to say, uh, well, first I'm jumping ship to T-Mobile or Verizon. You know, there are only three companies, in spite of the fact that you hear a whole bunch of them you know, advertising like Mint and, and everybody else, right? But they all use one of the big three or some of several of the big three in many cases. But mm-hmm. it's only those three that offer cell service in the U.S. 
Let us know what you are going to do with that whopping $5. Yeah. If you've ever seen a Steam Deck playing a Legend of Zelda game, chances are you are seeing the Yuzu emulator at work. Well, now Nintendo has sued the developers of Yuzu in U.S. federal court with the intent of squashing Yuzu for good. In the lawsuit, Nintendo alleges that Yuzu violates the uh, anti-circumvention and anti-trafficking provisions of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, as well as accusing the creators of copyright infringement. The company is not only asking for the courts to stop Yuzu in its tracks with a permanent injunction, it also wants to take away its domain names, URLs, chat rooms, and social media presence. Ooh, and, that's a lot more than a slap on yeah. the wrist. <laughs> and even seize and destroy its hard drives to help wipe out the emulator. Oh, uh, oh, and Nintendo wants lots and lots of money and damages as well. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, that's the key, but... Wow, they want to destroy their hard drives even. Yeah, and take over their, their website and URL oh and, and social media channels. <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> little competition. Uh-huh. <laughs> they didn't like that. In spite of what many may think, the gravest threat to our veterans, other than, of course, being displaced by illegal migrants, is cancer. I did not know this. Had, had you heard this as well? I mean, certainly homelessness is a big problem with our veterans and suicide and, and that sort of thing. But the gravest threat to our veterans, cancer. Shockingly, 97% of post-9-11 veterans acknowledge exposure to airborne hazards and toxins during deployment. However, the majority of those exposed don't understand the significance or potential risks of their exposure. With cancer rates on the rise in the military community as well, Prenuvo, remember them? Yeah. I did that full body scan with them last year. Well, they're partnering with the Hunter Stephen Foundation to donate MRI scans to veterans. That's awesome. I mean, you know, kudos to both Prenovo and the Hunter Stephen Foundation. These scans, of course, can detect over 500 conditions, including cancer, by utilizing their cutting-edge AI technology. Another good use for a change of AI. This initiative marks a groundbreaking step forward in early cancer detection, potentially identifying cancers as early as stage one. And the fact that they are donating these MRI scans to veterans. I couldn't be prouder of them, and, and I thank them for their service to our men and women in the service. Yeah, that's a great way to take care of the people that take care of us. Yes, <laughs> I think that's awesome. So, again, kudos to Prenuvo and the Hunter Stephen Foundation for donating those MRI scans to veterans. Good job. And we'll let you know if we get any more information about just how many were able to be scanned and how it worked out. Good luck to them. Stay tuned. Into Tomorrow continues right after this. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. Seven eight hundred two eight four forty thirty seven. 284 4037
Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DCA3. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Our 29th year now covering the latest in consumer tech, all things technology-wise, and delighted that you are tuned in. Even more delighted when you call in and participate. Perhaps you have some help from one of our listeners, some of the best phone calls ever. Or perhaps you have a tech question about anything involving consumer tech. Whatever the case, we want to hear from you. And of course, there are many easy ways to participate. One is 800-899-INTO. And you can do all of these anytime at your leisure, 24-7. So again, that number, 800-899-INTO. Or you can visit us anytime at intotomorrow.com on any device with a browser and a microphone and click the Ask Dave mic that's on the right side of the browser. So that's another way to participate. Or if you want to sound like you're right here in the studio with us, you can use the free Into Tomorrow app. And either way, we want to hear from you. Anyone who has applied to college is certainly familiar with the SAT. Well, now it's gone digital. The digital SAT is easier to take, more relevant for today's students, and helps students show what they know in reading, writing, and math. The Senior Vice President for College Readiness Assessments, the College Board, is Priscilla Rodriguez. Priscilla, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. So first of all, it's taken a while, it seems, but the fact that it's now a digital SAT seems to make a huge difference already. We're here, yes. Uh, the SAT has been given on paper for about 100 years. Wow. Um, and we made the announcement a little over two years ago that we were going to transition to all digital for the SAT and the PSATs that students take in preparation in those earlier high school grades. Oh, yeah. um, and we did it two years in advance because we wanted to give everyone a lot of heads up that this was coming. Um, but I'll tell you what we've heard really since the day that we made this announcement, which is like, almost like, hurry up, like we're ready for you. <laughs> yeah. um, today's students, as we know, and, and I'm sure you cover on your program, do a lot of their living, general living digitally. They do a lot of their learning in school digitally, and they do a lot of their other testing in school digitally. At us shipping these Scantron bubble sheets and asking for perfect little number two pencil circles <laughs> yeah. was genuinely stressing them out. Um, they've told us they feel more calm and more confident taking a digital test, and we're excited to be catching up and bringing that to them here in the U.S. very soon. Well, no doubt, Priscilla, for all those good reasons, that's why the College Board decided to make that switch. That's right. Yeah. And we're um, so we are launching here in the U.S. shortly. We already made this transition outside of the U.S. We give the SAT in about 180 other countries. Oh, and we launched the new digital SAT outside of the U.S. a year ago. That is the SAT in the rest of the world already. We've had over 300,000 students take it around the world in that year. And the feedback has been incredibly positive to the point 
were students in the U.S. who were on these like chat boards, you know, about the SAT, and there are a lot out there, um, really like were expressing jealousy over the last year that mm -hmm. they couldn't take it too. And I think that's not only because it's digital, which feels more natural to them, but also because of a number of changes and improvements we've made to the digital test that um, students here in the U.S. are excited to experience. Why was the U.S. last? Was it because you wanted to make sure and work all the bugs out before it got here? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, it's really two reasons. So reason one is because here in the U.S., most, it's most, not every, most students who take the SAT, usually that's spring of junior year of high school, they have taken one of the PSATs in their school in advance, right, to get ready and to get comfortable. Mm. Less of that PSAT happens internationally. It's, it's a big thing here in the U.S. So we wanted the PSATs to be digital first, right? We wanted that one that you take sophomore year or right. beginning of junior year to already be in the digital format so that when you got to the SAT as digital, you'd done it before. Gotcha. So we had to sequence it that way. Reason number two, and, I, and I'll, I'll be honest about this, it was hard to keep the paper SAT secure it, in general. I mean, we, we have a lot of ways we do it. We don't talk about many of them, <laughs> um, but it's still hard, right? It's a paper test getting shipped around the country and the world. And on any given SAT day, those paper tests had the same questions for everybody. Mm. Um, and we, as a result, had to scale back the number of times we were giving the SAT outside of the US. And with this move to digital, because it's so much more secure, which I'm happy to talk about if that's of interest, but it's so much more secure, we were able to get our international students to the same number of test days as our US students oh. right away. Good. which is you know that's that's equity right that's sure. access and we wanted to be able to give that to international students as soon as we could and of course over the years over the hundred years we always heard about students preparing uh, for the SAT and and practicing and that sort of thing can students practice for the digital SAT as well absolutely we want them walking in confident and and clear on what they're going to experience so to do that um, we have released four full-length official practice tests for the SAT. They are inside of the Blue Book student testing app that students are going to use on test day. So students can download the Blue Book testing app in advance. It's, of course, free um, at any point. And inside of it are those four practice tests. They will get scores on all four of them and they will get diagnostics. What are the skill areas inside of the reading writing section and inside of the math section where they are in great shape? And what are the skill, are skill areas where they could practice and improve? Uh -huh. Using that, they can go over to um, our partner, another nonprofit called Khan Academy, leaders in online teaching and tutoring for students. They go over there and they can drill in on those skill areas with videos, tutorials and practice questions come back try another practice test see how it's going excellent well that sounds like some great opportunities then and and i always listen uh, to the listeners in my head or what i imagine our our audience saying ask about this well <laughs> this being a lot of colleges these days are test optional which i find very odd to begin with but uh, i'm thinking some people then are saying well why should students even take the sat these days it's a great question. I think it's an important one to like name out loud and talk about. Um, so you're right. The context that we are launching the digital SAT into is one where many colleges and universities are still test optional. 
kind of coming out of that first COVID year of 2020, mm -hmm. when students could not gather to take standardized tests. Um, so even about four years into those policies being pretty widespread, we still had 1.9 million students take the SAT in the last high school graduating class. Why are almost 2 million students taking a test that's optional? I think there's two reasons. One has to do with applying for college. So the SAT is a standardized and well understood measure of students' knowledge in reading, writing, and math. Hmm. That's what the test is. The simple as that, right? Right. And for students who feel like that score is a good reflection of what they've learned through high school, giving that score to a college they're interested in gives that college more information, which is usually a good thing, and gives them I think more confidence in understanding what the high school GPA is trying to say. We have 25,000 high schools in this country. They all grade differently. Yeah. <laughs> so From having one block an SAT to another. Score, yeah. yeah. Having an SAT score, especially when you go to a high school like I did, that colleges did not really visit and did not know about, can really make a difference, right? So I think that's reason one. Reason two has nothing to do with applying for college, everything to do with paying for it. The PSATs and the SAT together can connect students to over $300 million in scholarships every year. Whoa, whoa. Families yeah. are rightfully stressed out about how to pay for college. Having your students take these assessments, again, you can decide later if you wanna put the score on the college application, but take the assessments, see how they do, and see if it can connect them to scholarships that will help you pay for college feels like a good thing to do. And the fact that, as you mentioned, about two million, almost two million students who have test optional opportunities decided to take it anyway. And That's I think right. that obviously speaks volumes for the, the good success that this is in helping to prepare students. That's awesome. Yes, thank you. So where can students and families, because obviously this is a team effort, <laughs> find out even more about the digital SAT? Yes, the best place for um, anyone who wants more information, teacher, student, parent, to go is um, sat.collegeboard.org backslash digital. Okay, sat.collegeboard.org slash digital. 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 Gotcha. That's right. And we'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Priscilla Rodriguez, Senior VP for College Readiness Assessments with the College Board. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us and continued good luck with the new digital SAT. Thank you. Thanks for the time. Oh, it's our pleasure. Collegeboard.org is another way you can get right to them, and I'm sure they've got links everywhere to get you all the information you need. Do check it out. Stay tuned. Much more to come here on Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline on the Advanced Media Network. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. 
Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, the real brains behind this operation. Whoop. So if you have a tech question, ask Dave so he can ask me. Call 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Call in. Win stuff. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But who let the, the chicken in here? The chicken? Uh, that's right. I heard a chicken in that thing. Or, whoop. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it was a what? Oh. Yeah. Sound like a a chicken. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, it was during your son's claim that he's the brains. He is. He is, actually. (laughs) True. And he's got a birthday coming up, too. Yeah. So I wonder if he'll call me on March 5th and say, happy birthday, Grandpa. Except he doesn't call you Grandpa. No, he doesn't. Pepe. Okay. But now you have to explain what Pepe is. Pepe. It's it's not. No, it's not Pepe. (laughs) No, it's Pepe. It's Grand, actually Grand Pepe. Grand Pepe. It's actually yes. French, but yes. they shorten it because you called my father Pepe. I called his father Pepe. It's basically French slang for grandfather. Yes. Yeah. And that has what to do with technology? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Oh, and I love blueberries. Visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Oh, so it's Blueberry without the E's. Correct. Because the E's cost more. Right. So Blueberry.com. Gotcha. What's that smell? Sorry. It's Yeah. <laughs> it's the smell of relaxation with this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip brought to you by Human Touch. Here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Aromatherapy is an easy and fragrant way to reduce anxiety and improve relaxation. Here are some simple steps to get you started. Different oils have unique properties, such as lavender for relaxation, peppermint for energy, or eucalyptus for respiratory support. You can use a diffuser to disperse the essential oil into the air, or apply diluted essential oils topically, such as in your massage oil or in a warm bath. Incorporate aromatherapy in your daily routines. Add a few drops to your body lotion or use it while doing yoga or meditation. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Victoria. That sounds so much better than being locked in a small room, soundproof room with Chris. It's aromatherapy. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's aroma. Get me the heck out of here. The Into Tomorrow wellness tip is always brought to you by Human Touch for wellness every day. Be sure to visit humantouch.com and rejuvenate your 
mind and body. And don't forget, as we do every week, we've got a long list of prizes to send when you participate on the show. So let us hear you and we'll send you some prizes. You can call the Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO. Use the free Into Tomorrow app or hit that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Corby in Wasilla, Alaska. He used the Ask Dave button. We love that. At intotomorrow.com to participate. Hey, Corby. We live in a place where we don't get very good cell reception. That cells are our only uh, means of communication. Been trying to figure out what the best way to boost a cell phone would be. There's several options out there from 500 bucks plus or. I'm looking for something a little bit less. Anyway, thanks for all your help. Well, it's our pleasure, Corby. I hope we can be of some help. The $500 price limit will be an issue. As far as we can tell, an at-home signal booster for under $500 will pretty much limit you to a SureCall Fusion 4 home, the number 4 home, which is designed for homes up to 4,000 square feet and retails for around $300. Just about everything else that is reliable and designed for homes will cost you more. Yeah, for example, WeBoost does sell home boosters that cost around $350, but they're designed to boost the signal in one room. When you look into whole home systems, you go right back to $500 or more. Mm. Uh, There are generic devices from no-name brands. You can try one of those, and they do tend to cost less, but the reviews are not really great. Yeah, now we've seen examples in which the signal is boosted as promised, but only with a device literally sitting on the transmitter. When moved even a few feet away, the signal dives right back down to nothing right away. SureCall and WeBoost have been around for a long time, and their devices will actually boost the signal as long as there is a signal to boost. So we'd recommend looking at one of their devices. Yeah, keep in mind that the, your signal outside is bad. There may not be much to boost, so don't expect any miracles. The booster will just take the existing signal and repeat it. Yeah, when we've always said make sure you walk around and try to get the most bars, and then if you put a signal booster in, put it by the window where you've got the most signal. Um, How about Michael? Didn't say where he's calling from or how he listens. Please, folks, when you use the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com, just add that information. Very easy. Your first name, where you're calling from, how you listen. And then ask your question, make your comment, help the other listener, whatever it is you want to do. Anyway, Michael, from wherever, however, welcome into tomorrow. I was curious if you could explain the difference between Web 2.0 and Web 3.0. I know a little bit enough to dabble a little bit in purchasing cryptocurrency, hmm. but not enough to know enough about it, I guess, to completely explain it to someone like my parents. I also wanted to say thank you for your guys' show. I've been listening to it for about a year, and uh, it's definitely become a part of my every weekend ritual. Oh, well, very cool. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate that very much. And I love the fact that you want to help your parents and try to explain it. But the short way to explain is Web 2 is centralized and Web 3 is decentralized. Yep. So what does that mean? (laughs) The longer way to explain it is it's still a solution looking for a problem. Web 2 is the Internet as we know it today where you can start a blog, upload a video to YouTube, for example, and generally not just consume, but actively create parts of the Internet. 
So far, the only real-world use of Web3 are cryptocurrencies, and they have failed to deliver on any of their promises so far. Boy, by big time, yeah. Uh, the most popular ones are not really all that private unless used in very specific ways. Uh, they don't work as tax havens anymore. They're not immune to inflation. The ones pegged to flat currencies don't stay pegged. They're mostly exchanged via centralized exchange rather than directly, and exchanges are starting to discover why certain flat economy rules were put into place in the first place and adopting similar measures. Uh, Web3 should allow people to trade with each other directly, and it should allow for a shared ledger of not just commercial transactions, but other information, meaning that there wouldn't be a central database, but a distributed shared ledger that should be more resilient. And mind you, we're going to have all of our show notes at intotomorrow.com. Look for Father's Day weekend, June 17th, uh, to, to get more of these details, if you will. But in the real world, there haven't been any solid widespread use cases for the technology yet outside of cryptocurrencies. And if you check technically inclined forums like Y Combinator's Hacker News, for example, you'll see lots of skepticism from real-world professionals. Yeah, and sooner or later, we'll all find better real-world uses for a decentralized, tamper-resilient ledger. But right now, Web3 is mostly used as a term that people use to sell fantasies of the future. Mm -hmm. Not unlike the old promise of an immersive, almost real VR world versus the reality of, oh, I have to sit in one place and my character in the game doesn't move at all. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example, though. So, Michael, I, I don't know if we really answered your question well, because it is hard to figure out. Uh, but if nothing else, you can read our show notes to your parents and just say it came from your mind. Uh, and and I hope that that helps clarify. So, yeah, Web3, uh, again, a, a solution looking for a problem is probably the best way, as I mentioned early on in the answer to you. Uh, let us know, though, what you think and if that helped you at all uh, or if your parents did the same thing that I think a lot of people did, and that is, huh? <laughs> See what happens. Let's meet at intotomorrow.com. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline covering the latest in consumer tech, all sorts of cool things, products, 
gadgets, gizmos, software, websites, whatever the case, if it involves tech, we talk about it here on Into Tomorrow. More importantly, we talk to you about it and answer any of your tech questions that you may have. So anytime, 24-7, that you've got a tech dilemma or maybe you're hearing our podcast and you want to help answer a listener's question, you know, we don't have all the answers, but perhaps you had a similar situation and you can add your two cents, if you will. We would love to hear from you. Or maybe you just want to share your tech rage. That's okay, too. We keep our finger on the dump button so we can bleep you. No worries. Either way, we hope you consider joining us on the show Anytime, again, at your convenience, there are three ways to do it. So pick your favorite. You can either visit us on any device that has a browser and a microphone and hit the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Or you can use our free Into Tomorrow app, which I'm sure you already have on your device. But just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow and snag the app, hit the button that says message the studio. You sound like you're right here with us in the studio, and it's awesome. Or, yeah, some call it the old-fashioned way, but it still works all these years. You can call our 800 number anytime, 24-7, 1-800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. And join us on Into Tomorrow. We send you goodies when you do just that. In fact, many of our guests and sponsors, other friends of the program, are regularly sending us cool things to share with you. And all we ask of you is participate, and we share those goodies with you. Science, technology, engineering, and math. You hear us talk about STEM education a lot. It's certainly increasing and an important part of a student's curriculum. But how can parents help foster an interest in STEM with their own kids? And that is very important. We have an educator and international STEM advocate with us, Saki Milton. Saki, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. It's a pleasure to have you with us. First of all, I kind of described what STEM is, science, technology, Mm -hmm. engineering, and math. But can you give us a little more maybe in-depth thing, especially for those parents and grandparents listening, to really kind of get a better handle on why our kids should be much more involved? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so STEM education is a teaching and learning approach that incorporates those subjects that you just mentioned, science, technology, engineering, and math. It's becoming increasingly more important uh, in our students' curriculum. Uh, it, it really involves your hands-on learning, problem solving, critical thinking, all those things that are gonna be important for the future. And the end goal of STEM education is to set kids up for, to thrive you know, in these careers of the future. Oh, for sure. And no question that this branch of education, if you will, has received very appropriate attention in recent years. Hopefully, though, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, shows like ours and and this interview with you, Saki, helped to bring even more attention to it. It really is important for all students. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely critical, for sure. So thank you for elevating this this message. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's what we do. Uh, can you give uh, parents a few tips maybe on how to encourage their kids to embrace science and maybe even spark their curiosity for more so that they'll get even more involved and be more excited about it? 
Mm -hmm. Well, there's so many things that parents can do. Um, In my experience working with kids, I think the parents who start very early on, you know, exposing their children to science-related activities are going to find that interest there and really spark that curiosity. Um, You can also do things like encouraging hands-on exploration at home, Uh um, taking these everyday moments to transform into scientific adventures, and then also making real-world connections with their environments around them, kids' environments um, with the science certainly can spark that curiosity. And for parents, you know, a a practical tip, you don't have to be a science teacher or an expert or anything like that. Uh, The internet is full of ideas. You can take something as simple as a plant, the leaf from a plant and submerge it underwater. And once those bubbles form, you're actually teaching science, you know, how do animals breathe? And that's an experiment I'd love to do. You can also mix up, you know, your family outings. Um, So, you know, instead of a sporting event or amusement park, maybe check out a local science museum or planetarium. Those places have some really cool interactive experiences that can foster that curiosity and invoke that passion for science and nature. Wow, very good examples. And Saki, I'm so glad that you started off by saying parents don't <laughs> need to be intimidated because I think that that does affect a lot of parents that say, oh my gosh, I, I don't know anything about it myself. So how am I going to help my kids? Well, you just gave some awesome examples and you certainly want to get your kids involved in STEM because there Mm -hmm. is so much of a future and I'm sure you can share a few cool STEM careers maybe that uh, perhaps Mm -hmm. some teens listening might want to consider if not already. Yeah. So if your your kid is naturally, you know, drawn to the sciences, maybe it's space, then their careers in astronomy, or if they're obsessed with, you know, animals, their careers, um, maybe, you know, zoology is for them. And even insects, believe it or not, there is the perfect career path. To, uh, they could become an expert entomologist. And entomologists, uh, they are critical and their work is very important, their research. So they study ticks and mosquitoes, spiders, all types of insects and their faculty members at you know universities and colleges, but they can also work for companies like the STEM brand, which has a line of products that are scientifically engineered bug killing insecticides and mosquito repellents that mix science and nature to help you know keep these bugs at bay and entomologists are the ones who do that awesome so really we're talking about the science of bugs (laughs) (laughs) very good there you go dave (laughs) and i think what's cool about that is that perhaps a lot of teens are saying you know that is different that is interesting you know we Mm -hmm. hear uh, some people talking about no thank you at the moment but some people talking about well we're going to be eating bugs well okay however (laughs) there's that part of it as well that people might be considering and saying, hey, it's all part of it, right, with entomology. But I think the whole concept of helping people uh, to be able to deal with insects, problems that Mm -hmm. occur around insects, is another great branch of the science of STEM that Mm -hmm. can certainly interest a lot of people. Right. And that's why we need entomologists, you know, to work for companies like um, the STEM brand that makes products such as the multi-insect killer for ants, roaches, and flies, 
and the stem mosquito repellent because these products are powered by plant-based active ingredients found in nature. So like oh. your lemongrass and peppermint and geraniol uh, that don't have the added dye or fragrance or harsh chemicals, making them safe and effective for fighting bugs around people and pets when used as directed. So entomologists, again, are very critical in that work. Well, that's cool. I mean, maybe even in the long run, one of the people listening can get involved in, in the stem products, for example, and then ultimately uh, we don't have the problem we all face, especially here in Miami. My gosh, you know, we have enough with mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, you know, tis, tis the season, even still. And it's like, enough already. Close the door quick. You're letting mosquitoes in, you know. Uh, but right. if we still have them, and they're probably not going away anytime soon, uh, then we mm. need to look at some STEM products to help solve those problems. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, you're dedicated, I understand, to creating a more equitable environment for those folks that are, mm-hmm. in fact, hopefully pursuing STEM studies and various mm-hmm. careers. Do you have any current stats about maybe females, people of color, mm-hmm. others that are saying, yeah, let me jump on board here. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a variety of statistics, whether you're looking at workforce or education, which is the space that I'm in. Um, and if you're talking specifically about the sciences, we know that one in every these sciences every one out of three scientists is a woman of 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 color so we have a lot of work to do um in those in this area um significant underrepresentation across the board um and especially in our sciences so lots of work to be done and um you know it takes all of us learning about it and and educating each other and that's what um that's why i'm partnering with stem because they are doing something they're educating people about science and getting kids in that next generation you know curious and and passionate about science at an early age. Well, we can certainly relate and keep up your good work as well, because I think you're certainly doing that and getting a lot of kids interested, especially you mentioned teens, because most of them really don't have much of an idea what they think they want to do. But Mm -hmm. if they have any interest in any of the STEM branches, if you will, science, technology, engineering, math, or Mm -hmm. all of them even better, then by all means, look into it. And where can anyone in our audience go for more info? Well, for more information about the STEM brand bug fighting solutions, uh, your audience members can uh, visit stemforbugs.com. Oh, so I was right about the bugs. STEM for yes, bugs. you were right. <laughs> com. Saki Milton, educator and international STEM advocate. I look forward to getting you back on the show. There's lots to talk about, and you yes. clearly have a passion for what you do. Keep it up. Thank you, Dave. Have a good one. Uh, you too. My pleasure. Saki Milton. Check out stemforbugs.com. Of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. Call 800-781-6764. That's 800-781-6764. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. 
HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Dave's not here! Y- yes, he is. He's right here. In body, but not in mind. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. That's probably what you meant to say. Yes. Because Dave shouldn't be here. He should be out partying. Right, because you only turn 90 once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all I can say is... Wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Um, what are we talking here? We're talking uh, technology. Oh, right. And tomorrow, and your birthday boy, Dave Graveline. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that's right. And, and you're not birthday boy until August. No, First but we Graveline. Did, but we did just pass my half birthday. Where's my half birthday present? The fact that you're still employed. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. If you'd like more info, text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. The telephone is patented. The Soviets prepped for human spaceflight. And a new storage technology makes its debut. It all happened this week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. Here's Chris. Uh, history, 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 history. This week in 1876, Alexander Graham Bell rang up a patent for his invention, the telephone. It was an invention, incidentally, <laughs> that almost bankrupted his company in the beginning. Just a few days later, Bell sent the first clear telephone message into a nearby room to his assistant, Mr. Watson. And you know what he said? Goodbye. No. Actually, he said, Mr. Watson, come here. I want you. Those were the first words spoken into the invention that Bell had created. And what did he want him for? I don't know. In 1891, this week, Almond Stroger patented the Stroger Switch, a device which led to the automation of telephone circuit switching and eliminating the need for telephone switchboard operators. What's up, Dad? The story goes that the invention came about because Stroger, an undertaker by trade, believed that phone calls were being routed to his competitor, who was married to one of the operators. Renegade Radio. Stroger sold his patents for $1,800 to his associates, who subsequently sold them to Bell Systems in 1916 for $2.5 million. And how much did he sell them to them for? $1,800. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There's a nice... A profit on your investment? Yeah. Wow. In 1961 this week, in the midst of the space race, the Soviet Union successfully launched Sputnik 9, carrying a dog and a human dummy named Ivan Ivanovich, along with some mice and a guinea pig. The spacecraft was only intended to complete a single orbit, so it was deorbited shortly after launch and re-entered on its first pass over the Soviet Union. <coughs> the launch demonstrated that the Soviet Union was ready to begin human spaceflight. And this week in 1979, Phillips demonstrated the compact disc publicly for the first time. At the time of the technology's introduction to the market in 1982, a CD could store much more data than a personal computer hard disk drive, which would typically only hold about 10 megabytes. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA. The future of tech awaits you at IFA. Visit ifa-berlin.com. Very cool. And with the release of Rainbow SMOL, or do they say small? I don't, I don't, I know. don't know. And Pinball Masters, Netflix now has at least 90 titles in its gaming catalog. The streaming giant reports that 1.7 million people play its mobile games 
every day. Wow. I have never. Have you? Uh, I think I played a, like a golf Netflix game. Really? For a little while, yeah. So, and it's like a putt-putt golf kind of thing. I mean, how does it play, though, on Netflix? Well, you play it on your mobile phone with the Netflix oh, games app. Or Netflix gotcha. App, yeah. Well, about two million people are doing that every single day. Mm-hmm. Are you? We want to know. 800-899-INTO or the Into Tomorrow free app or... Visit us at intotomorrow.com and click on the Ask Dave Mike. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Stream Guys. Stream Guys is a leading provider of quality streaming media services. Whether you're an independent broadcaster or a large corporation, Stream Guys is your best choice for managed live or on-demand video or audio streaming, dedicated server products, turnkey subscription services, podcasting, and much, much more. Stream Guys, affordable, reliable, scalable. Since 2000, Stream Guys has been providing quality streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Streamguys.com.